0: Hey it's Arrow out on a transition walk. This is Defrag. Asking the questions, questioning the answers. I do this on the transition walk because this is a place of peace. That place of transition. We all go through transitions. The problem is is that we don't learn from our transitions. We just kind of push them aside because we've got places to go and we need to be there by such and such time. Defrag allows me to do exactly that to break it down your computer defrags what about your mind your body your soul many 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 times you ignore that fact of putting things where they rightfully need to be choosing instead to do just like anything else that you expect just get it done just get it done asking the questions and questioning the answers and so many times you don't have to agree with the answers but it helps open up your mind body and soul into accepting who you really are we live in a fake world come on how many selfies do you post that pretty much represent a false world false hope. I'm guilty of it. I, I put up these interviews, these conversations with people that are in music and acting and these book authors. I post that stuff on Facebook. And, and I have to, I went through a period there where I questioned it sharply. Why am I doing this? It, it makes it look like that I'm bragging. When in fact, all I want to do is create content to share it. You know, to have a conversation with people who may have listened to it. But, you know, I don't know how it's received, but in my system of choices, I still believe that I should be silent with what I do. And that just might be my father doing that. Ask the questions, question the answers. We're on a transition walk. It's 65 degrees. The storms hit about an hour ago. The thunder, we've got light rain right now with a lot of wind on the way. And if you listen very carefully, you're probably gonna hear a lot of those 20 mile an hour gusts. I've been doing a lot of studying lately on human behavior in the way of why is it we don't get along with everybody. There's always gotta be some sort of friction or conflict with someone. And the reason why I bring this up is because I work an essential job that requires collaboration. We have got to work together, we have got to communicate. And when it breaks down, the question is, what am I doing wrong? So now I'm gonna question the answer. Why is it my fault? Why why am I putting the blame on me? If there's a breakdown between employees, we have to learn how to figure out what is the source of this breakdown and what is taking place that is you know, dividing a situation that needs to be a solid line. Ask the questions, question the answers. And the research that I've been doing, you ready for this? This is some hardcore truth here. The experts say that if you feel like you don't fit in, There's a problem going on, and that problem could lead to you being fired or you walking away from that job. It is the daily duty of every department head to make sure that their team, the people they brought together, fit in together. But the question is, is fitting in the situation or is having a problem with a person the situation? The answer to that is, is that we've got to make a determination here because to me, in my heart, it completely says it's two different things. The experts say that fitting in has got to be a solid collaboration and that you should actually physically prepare yourself to sit down and have meetings when you don't feel like you fit in. Some of the reasons why people don't fit in, they're shy, they're introverts. Even Julia Cameron in her book, The Artist's Way at Work, talks about the conference table where there are nine different people at that conference table, but none of them are the same. And it's usually the silent one, the one that's doodling over on the right-hand side, the one that doesn't want to look at anybody, that comes up with some of the greatest answers. Do you fit in or do you have a conflict with somebody at your place of business? And if you do have a conflict, somewhere along the line, the experts say you're going to have to create the talk. Not one where you're pointing fingers, not one where you're going to sit there and say, it's my way or the highway. You've got to physically break things down to the point of understanding each other's side of what is happening in the situation of right now. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've been called to many HR meetings because I, I, I find no reason not to have conflict. Maybe it's a fire starter. I need that little mm, to get myself going. But yeah, in, in HR meetings, they have told me that, you know, you went too far on that one. You need to think about what you're doing before you say the things you do. Okay, that was an answer. Now I have to question the answer because this is Defrag. The answer that I said is I've got to fix the problem by way of watching the way that I talk with other people. But my truth has always been... That if you're not living up to the expectations of those that are expecting from me, if you're not living up to my expectations and I'm trying to live up to their expectations, I've always felt it was my right to say, no, you're, you're pretty far away from gaining access to being congratulated. We need to start this project all over again. Well, what do they do? They run to their department head, who then goes to HR. They then come to me and they say, dude, you can't do that. And, and I go, well, your, your expectations of me versus your expectations of them. You want me to lead this team, but you don't want me to lead it in the way that you're leading me. Okay, so that was an answer. So now I've got to question it. I question it by saying we are all individuals at that conference table. The same one that Julia Cameron talks about in The Artist Way at Work. The expectations that someone puts on us as the individual are not the same expectations that you put on somebody else who's on the team. Therefore, that creates the conflict, and then you don't feel like you fit in. Oh, the research I've done on this. I mean they they really go into how you can correct this. And it really the, the only true answer is that you have got to get in there and you've got to communicate. You you've got to be very real. And you in the person that you're having a problem with or the areas that you you know that you're feeling weak at, it's got to become visible. Because sitting in an invisible world only creates assumption. Now, you've got finger pointers. Those that are on your team are looking at you going, well, what's your problem? Listen, we were all having a good day until you showed up. Here's where I do not fit in at my current essential job. I believe in the appearance and the image of the business and that first glances will determine if somebody is coming back to your business. And if I am surrounded by clutter and I see things that don't fit in, I, I do everything humanly possible once I arrive to clean up the situation. But others on the team don't see that as being a positive. They see it as, I'm not doing my job. What? Yeah, they do, they really do. They say, your job is this, it's not that. Well, wait a second. So you're saying that the the clutter is acceptable and and my idea of cleaning things up is unacceptable. Yes. But here's the thing that, that a lot of people don't understand about this position is that if I don't clean up this area that has been cluttered by those that were there before me, guess who has to clean it up seven to 10 hours later? Me. So why not work on it throughout the time period that I'm there? now we have conflict now you don't feel like you fit in because the cool people are doing what they're doing now uh, this is not about me i'm just giving you examples and and different things that you can think about in your own position at your job every job anywhere in the world they've got the lazy people and those that like to go the extra mile and more There's always going to be a solid line that says they're not the same. They're probably not going to get along, but they've got to live with each other, at least for these hours. Is it a conflict or is it that one of them doesn't feel like they fit in? The overachiever many times will sit there and admit, I don't don't fit in with a group of people that want to do nothing but lobby gag. Lobby gag is what Gary Bropes at 104.7 used to say, we all did. When we would go into the lobby and do nothing but talk. That general manager, Gary, he wanted us to work. He doesn't like it when people just stand around. You're paid to work. And and my current bosses are no different. But people will find reason to lobby gag. So an overachiever likes to stay busy and keep moving. Whereas the underachiever is having a conversation. To the overachiever, what happens is, and I know this is going on in your own business. I'm, I'm not saying anything that's new to you. The overachiever starts feeling like, I don't fit in. I got to go. I got to get into a different department. Or there's a conflict where you go up and you make a comment going, must be nice to be able to get paid for talking. Oh, well, you're going into HR for that. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get talked to. Or the underachiever makes a comment. Well, I I don't want to do it. I'm just going to give it to you. Why are you going to give it to me? Well, you do it anyway. Oh, so what happens is, is that the way that that filters through the system of those that are overachieving at work is that, yeah, we usually do, do extra things. Sometimes it's just to get the nod or the pat on the back from the boss. Other times it's like, Hey, look, I believe in success. The only way we're going to get to that moment of having a victory is we've got to have some hard work, dedication, loyalty. It's got to be there, but we're going to have to mess around with people who don't see that full picture or the picture that I do, which is, this isn't about me. This is about who are we trying to reach? Who is that person in your community? When they come in here, we want to give them something they can't get from someplace else. And if there's conflict between team players, or there's, there are those that feel like, I just, I just don't fit in, they're going to pick up on that quicker than a big sale. I understand what decision makers are trying to do. They're trying to keep whatever team they've got together. They can't figure out why people are not showing up for work, and more importantly, when they're at work, they can't figure out why they don't want to work, but they're there. How do you deal with the with the oversaturation of so many emotions where it seems like everybody on the team doesn't feel like they fit in? Back to the experts. They say you've got to have communication. Communication in a modern day business is usually this gigantic list of things that need to be talked about. They don't openly discuss things, they go right down the list. I used to do that with my interviews when I first started podcasting, even when I was doing television. All of my interviews were lined up and I had to stick to that script. Well, I see that a lot when it comes to decision makers and department heads. They've got that list, they're making their point, but to me that's not making a point, that's making a command. That's not explaining to those why we do what it is that we do and how we should do it better, not just today, but every day. But the idea of fitting in has got to have real communication. And you know what? Do you know what communication involves? Conflict. Yeah, I I can listen to you all day. I can do everything that you want me to, to a T, but if I don't get the opportunity, To share my side of it then how do you fix it because giving off the command from a list isn't fixing the situation you're only letting your team be aware of the moment ask the questions question the answers and my pet peeve is usually when an assistant manager comes over to me and says hey uh lighten up lighten up man uh kevin over there he uh come on you know he's not good at what he does. Come on, lighten up. You know, you know he's not going to be greater than what he is. And inside of me, I'm questioning that. Because that's what defragging is all about. And very gently, I'll ask the assistant manager. Do you think that I became great at what I do? Because I didn't have a mentor or somebody who said, Come on, it'll work a lot better if you do it this way. I, mean, I see you trying. And I know that you're getting tired and your body aches, but come on, you can do better. And yeah, it's going to offend the person that's receiving it because it's almost like a judgment call. Conflict. Now they don't fit in. Whew. Tough subject, but the experts are right when they say you've got to create the communication. And that's what we're doing here. We're just having a conversation. I don't have a list in front of me. I've just got a lot of rain pouring on me right now inside this forest where the winds are gusting, and you happen to be here. I hope I didn't mess up your hair. I'm Arrow, and that's Defrag.